podcast is intended for mature audiences or like immature adults. There will be foul language, adult themes, references to alcohol consumption, most likely. And we just want to say listener discretion is advised. If you are looking for a podcast, which begs the listeners to stand up and do 10 jumping jacks. I once blew out both of my knees doing that. (laughs) (laughs) A podcast that talks about current events. A podcast that's really just about the life and lies of Albus Dumbledore. (laughs) Life and lies. Or a podcast that's focused on the fact that the queen tested positive for COVID and now we're in what I like to call a royal countdown to her likely (laughs) demise. Oh, God, that's dark. I know. And this is not the podcast podcast for for you. I'm Sarah, that's Haley, and we're back, bitches. Happy New Year, even though it's almost March. podcast of 2022 oh boom we did it we made it yeah we turned on our computers yeah um before we go anywhere i want to just do a quick little shout out to our sponsors fan sets you know them we talk about them every time they got tons of pins not just trek they got everything so just do yourself a favor and just go to their website fansets.com buy some stuff buy your friends some stuff by somebody in your life somewhere is having a birthday, I'm sure. And Christmas is never too cl- time to be, you can always be prepared. Just be prepared early and do your shopping now. Maybe they have even more sales that we don't even know about because they're always doing exciting things. Plus, if you type in rewind, all caps, 10% off at the checkout. So that's it. It's amazing. Thanks, Dan Fitz. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Their pins have character. That's what I hear. Oh my goodness. It's true. Okay. That's what my tattoo it's- says. It's <laughs> it's time for our round table. This is where we Woo-hoo. just talk about stuff. This is where we usually go on our long tangents and we forget <laughs> that this is supposed to be a podcast about Star Trek. <laughs> Love me some Star Trek. Hey, wait, what are you drinking? Uh, a Coke Zero. Oh, very nice. Because after Friday, I don't drink anymore. I am officially <laughs> never drinking again. Uh, ever. Ever. I'm that- done. I don't think I, I can day died. drink. I don't think I can day drink anymore. I just, it's, it, it's not a good scene. Yeah. yeah. It's just not a good scene. And I felt really gross uh, after. And then I just like palmed a whole pot of spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're, we're learning. It yeah. takes, it takes a lifetime, but. <laughs> well, after our full day, I had to go back out. I know. I went to a birthday party karaoke screams God. sang uh, uh, there were shots i drank were there Hawaii's. i <gasps> threw up blue oh. i i uh i sang so loud and so much and then it was i had a friday was a great day yeah and it was a great way to say goodbye to my old life. <laughs> I'm never going out again. I'm never drinking again. I'll never see you again in person. That's goodbye. That's I spent yeah. so much money that day. I destroyed so many cells in my body. Yeah. I hate my life. I hated, I was, when I got home, I, I, got, I had to take a bus and then I took the bus to the casino to get a cab because I was never going to get the second bus. Yeah. They, they all went out still like drinking after karaoke. Jeez. 
And I was like, I was home by 1130 and I thought that was late. And they were out yeah. to like two apparently. Oh God, I can't. I got home and I was like, I was mad. But I was like, how was your night? And I was like, oh, like I just, I drank too much and I just, I didn't eat. Like I, after yeah. I saw you, I slammed some Mr. Noodles like an asshole because I'm an eight-year-old who needs obviously more sodium in their diet. Yeah. And then I just ran out the door and I had a Mai Tai. I had blue Hawaii's. I think I had three shots Oh. and I didn't eat anything. And then I came home and I had two little rolls of deli meat because I didn't know what to do. I was so mad. I just like, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I just passed out and then I was so sick. Oh, it was the worst. And I just sat there hating myself. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. I am 41 years old. This is, that's it. Dumb. It's, why don't we but it learn? Was so fun. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, that's it. Like, you just kind of forget. And then you're like, yeah. oh. And it was like this, I went, to, I mean, this birthday party was like a bunch of girls I've never met, except yeah. for with one and I kind of knew one of the other ones they were all lovely they were all so friendly and so like just everyone was in a great mood and it's just really nice to like go somewhere with a bunch of strangers and be like this was like let's all become friends on social media and then I pulled a Haley when I was like I sent you a friend request but you don't have to like add me if you don't want to like don't worry about Uh, that awkward like I won't be offended (laughs) if you actually don't want to be my friend it's okay if you're just pretending for tonight (laughs) yeah Anyway, uh, I'm glad um, you had a good time. Let's look back on the last couple of things that we've had. We had a Christmas that had a happened. Christmas. Yeah, uh, nothing special. You know, we were still pretty locked down for the most part with things. I mean, my family had a dinner for the first time in a couple of years, so that was nice. Yeah, uh, we went out for our Christmas celebration, and that was that was <laughs> here. Picture it. We start the night off with a giant happy hour glass of dry white for four bucks, followed up by a fucking bottle of Prosecco and the richest seafood linguine you can imagine. (laughs) I was literally moments away from throwing up just like after running the Michael Scott Dunder Mifflin Scranton Meredith Palmer Memorial Celebrity Rabies Awareness Fun Run Pro-Am Race for the Cure. (laughs) But it didn't end there, my friends. There was me finding a super soaker in the bushes and posing for a photo. I thought it was like a super or like a nerf. I think you're right. Either there way, was, you found was, a gun. I, I found a gun. <laughs> you found a giant pickle. We well, did cash I, I giveaways to the homeless every, yes. every turn. And I think we ended the night at Smith's, but I really don't remember. Uh, we did. And I think we even ordered some chips from there. Oh, God. And then Ooh, since then. Yeah. Yeah. Since then, I threw up my back. I rolled an ankle and got surrounded by COVID, but never got it. So. Unlike the queen. Yeah, I've taken up learning how to make miniatures, bought a book on wood whittling, and after another day of drinks with you, I proceeded to buy drumsticks and a practice pad like an asshole, because this is what happens when you listen to the soundtrack from the greatest movie ever made, Whiplash, while on the bus, slightly intoxicated. Like, who the fuck do I think I am? (laughs) That's it. I'm also a runner now. Yeah, you are. I just, the next day after, like... Or well, no, like it was whenever your drum stuff arrived, you like just sent me a picture, and you're like, "What the fuck? So good." When the box um, showed up, I was like, "Oh, what'd you buy?" I'm like, "I don't want to say." And I almost was crying because I was laughing. I'm like, "I don't want you to know what I bought." And he was like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "This is why I broke." Like Michael Scott, I don't need three magic sets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever makes you happy. Um. I went to Ontario for the holidays. I forgot my parka for the second winter in a row because that's <laughs> how, that's how that? I do. So not only did I actually pack two parkas, like, because we're flying out of Vancouver, I forgot both. 
but luckily John packed two coats. So I had, I, I had his coat to wear, but like, who well, does why that? Wouldn't you just wear it onto the plane. Cause then you can just take it off and use it like as like a pillow on the plane. Like it's just, you, you know, know what? Pack that it? is a really good idea. And I should have, cause it was December. Didn't even think about it. And like, when we got there and I was like unpacking and I was kind of like, well, I can't find my coat. That's weird, but it's got to be somewhere. Cause I wouldn't forget it <laughs> another winter in a row, but I did. Um, anyway, classic West coast girl. Oh um, boy. Get this girl a coat. Somebody. <laughs> Somebody. Um, I saw an owl. Ooh, what color was it? It was a gray one. Did it have a letter in its mouth inviting you to attend Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry? No. And you know what? Like, I remember reading those books and, um, like, just, I was probably, like, through somewhere in book two. And I remember just, like, putting it down and going, my letter never came. Like, (laughs) my letter didn't come. I I turned 11 and it didn't come. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, um, but we had a great time. Uh, the pandemic rages on despite all the restriction lifts. My job is insane, but I still like it. Uh, TV-wise, we watched Yellow Jackets. That's fucked up. Station Eleven, which you might like. It's like a post, it's actually post-pandemic, um, like 20 years down the road kind of thing. What, and- um, cha- is it a, on a channel or is it on one of the apps? Why can't I? No, it's uh, it's on an app. It might actually be on Apple TV. Okay. Um, and now I'm watching the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. And I don't really get it, but I think it's a comment on true crime. Like, some of it seems serious. And then, like, other parts are like, my daughter was killed and eaten by a serial killer. So, I don't know. I think it's supposed um, to be, like, a dark comedy. Because that's the Kristen yeah. Bell one, right? Yeah. What am I thinking of that she was in that I did not mind? Oh, um, Bad Moms? Yeah, she's cute in that one. I like that with Mila Kunis and, you know. I never saw it because I'm like, I'm not a mom. I don't know. Yeah, but I think you can relate if you're just like a woman in her 40s who just needs a hot damn. Well, not that either. Yeah. Anyway, tomorrow is family day. Uh, Mm Going to go to see my folks brother and his girlfriend are coming over with the dog and we're bringing our favorite snacks oh what are they well I couldn't decide because I like everything so instead I'm bringing my parents favorite snacks which is a jar of peanuts for my dad he you cannot give him a jar of peanuts he will eat it all and feel like shit and then be like I'm never getting these again and then you know magically there's another jar of peanuts anyway and then my mom really likes Hawkins cheesies Ooh, those are yeah, good they are really good nice. um and then like for the rest of the day i'm just gonna like meal prep and all that usual sunday stuff and i'm also gonna wash my windows because amazing they're dirty as shit oh my uh fascia blaster roller arrived in the mail yesterday so i look forward to taking my pale cellulite legs and turn them into black and blue <laughs> and purple cellulite <laughs> legs so yes. i'll uh, send pics <laughs> i'm just kidding perfect, perfect. <laughs> i'll send pictures and let you see how badly i beat the shit out of myself <laughs> um i had all these re- really good intentions for this podcast because we took a long break and then i yeah. was like i don't want to do this and i don't want a podcast anymore so i didn't do any of these things um <laughs> but i did do a really crappy synopsis that you can read for sure um i didn't even want to watch the episode 
I, I, I have all the advanced screeners for discovery. I don't want to watch them. I got a bunch of advanced screeners for Picard and I'm like, I don't want to watch. I'm just not in a Star Trek mood right now. Like, I don't know what it is, but well, I'll watch some of it happens tomorrow or the next day, but Picard for sure. I, I didn't even finish the, uh, the current or last season of disco. I was just kind of like, I don't know. It, it's so different. It's so much less about the ensemble cast and so much about like three people. It, it see yeah. all, all these new people they keep bringing. And I'm like, what happened to all the rad people that are on the bridge? Like I always liked a lot of the original yeah. people that have been around. And I just was like, there's too much, there's too many new people. There's too much going on. It's a real departure from season one for sure. Yeah. Even season two. Even and season I think two. season two, the only reason I like that was because we had Pike and, and Spock and number one, and now they're going to get their own show. So that's, and that's going to be coming out, I think in sometime this year. So that'll be great. I look forward to that. Yeah. Give yeah. That one a go. Maybe, maybe what you need is new Trek instead of current. Picard will be great. Like I, I know once I get into it, I'll love it. Cause I loved, yeah. I loved season one of Picard. <sighs> Me so too. Much. Me too. I can't even like fathom. I've watched it through a couple times now. Um, and I really loved it. And with Q coming back, I really can't wait to see that and how that oh, plays out. Yes. And um Minen. Yeah. And then they've announced that they're gonna do another Calvin timeline movie with Chris Pine and all that. And I'm not really sure how I feel about that. Um, I loved the first one. I didn't care for the second one, and the yeah. third one was good, but I've only seen it like once or twice, but I did like it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not really attached to those people as those characters. Like, I think they all did a great job, especially yeah. Carl Urban. Yeah. Um, but we don't have Anton anymore. So that's very upsetting. I wonder if they'll write out the character or they'll replace him with another actor. I'll be curious. I don't know. But I hope, I hope that they have like his picture on the bridge or something or some like that. Kind or, of nod. Some, yeah. or somewhere like in yeah. engineering or something. But yeah, just some sort of what a terrible fucking way to die. I anyway. Know. And I heard that they're going to be doing a Starfleet Academy show. Yeah. And I think that Section 31 is still a thing and that it would have Michelle so. Yeoh and Shazad Latif hopefully in it. Um, and Can apparently everyone's loving Prodigy. Like They've been doing some really great like nods to other characters and stuff, but I just haven't been watching it because I'm just like, oh. there's, I don't know. It just seems, <laughs> it's, it's crazy because it's like, there's so much Trek coming up and like, currently and neither of us are like super into it actually that's not true i wanted to watch fucking first contact or something last night i couldn't mm-hmm. find it oh i probably have a dvd yeah i uh, yeah i mean i think i think if i were to like say like oh i've, I've booked my tickets I'm, I'm going to stlv i'll get so much more ramped up into it because it's that buildup of like i have something to look forward to and a thing to to do but because we've been like kicked down so badly by covid i'm just like i don't want to get my heart set on on something again and then not get to go and then i don't like brad doesn't watch star trek and i have very limited time to by myself that when i do have time by myself i don't want to sit and watch tv i don't sit and just watch tv i never do that unless i'm sick and i haven't been sick in like four years so i need to like break a leg (laughs) even then i'll still hop around but i'm either crafting or i'm reading or i'm puttering or i'm walking the dog or when it comes tv time i'm like oh i really want to see something i've never seen before yeah, exactly. I want to watch an episode of Star Trek for the four hundredth time. Yeah, um, which is it's not a go-to did. comfort for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of go-to comfort, I just bought slash replaced my Super Nintendo. Oh, fun! And then I have this like wicked HDMI converter, so it actually fills like my whole TV screen, and it's like 
the quality is good. It's not like blown out, like pixelated or anything like that. John's never played um, Mario Kart on SNES. And so he's playing, he's like, what the fuck is this? He's used to like double dash and like um, the Mario Kart 64 and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, but yeah. So, I mean, I have all my old games. Like I have Super Mario World. I like legit just want to make like a pot of coffee and just fucking play for six hours. That's what I used to do when I was younger. You know what I want so badly and now it should be, it's actually been really hard to try and find. I've been looking for it on marketplaces. I want rock band. I want the drum kit, the guitar for like PS3. I want it so badly. And I want to see if I can find it at like a pawn shop or something. Dude, just go to Epic Games on Quadra. That's where I got the console. They have every single thing you could ever want. They'll have Rockstar. Okay, cool. Epic Games. I think that's the place I ordered the um, Mario Kart for for Brad's um, Nintendo 64. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, they have, they have everything, but if you can't find it, let me, um, I can look in Vancouver for you as well. Um, what was I going to say about Super Mario? Oh, rock band. Uh, me and my brother used to play all the time. And so the only time was, I've ever played it was at your guys' house. I know, totally. And so I, re- I remember I was having like a bad day and he's like, do you want to play rock band? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, can we do Monster by Lady Gaga? And he was on the drums and it's just such a boring ass song to play on the drums. <laughs> anyway, and here I am. He ate my heart. And he's like looking at me and I'm like, anyway. <laughs> You're working through some shit during a song. Yeah, totally. I love it. Yeah. All right, let's do the synopsis. So Data's Day and... It took me like halfway through the episode to realize this is a day in the life of data. Yeah. That's what it means. And like, here I am as a horrible Star Trek fan. Like I was watching the series Picard thinking, oh, this is great. And then here it is like Bruce Maddox, so the Daystrom instrument. Like, they're, like it's, they're tying all this stuff in. And I'm just like, I don't pay attention that much. I but know. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's that from that. Film. Oh, oh, now I see why everyone thinks. Oh, God. Classic. I know. I, I, yeah, I felt the same. I was like, I know that word, but why? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. Thanks for writing this for me. Hi, I'm Haley. You might know me from such podcasts as Rewind, a Star Trek podcast, Rewound, a history of wind-up toys, and Rewind, a weather phenomena podcast. Here is my synopsis of Data's date. Data is giddy AF about his BFF former lover Keiko's upcoming wedding to Chief Conan O'Brien. Data gets to give the bride away because I guess she has no family? I know, so weird. Data, incapable of reading hints or reading a room, proudly marches to 10 forward to tell O'Brien that Keiko is super happy because she's canceling the wedding. But our, our man Jordy assures him that the wedding will happen. He saw it in his tarot card reading. Data goes shopping with Worf, both of them clearly not in their comfort zone. Worf gets real about wedding talk. He loves weddings. And Data finds out he gets to dance. You'd think that Data would have a lot on his plate, If you think, sorry, if you think Data has a lot on his plate, you'd be wrong. He also has to deal with haughty Vulcan ambassador Tapel, who is skipping Worf's comfort zone for the neutral zone. Nice. We also find her to be a sneaky sneak who was testing Data's security functions and left Riker very unimpressed because Riker can't handle women who don't fawn over his ridiculous stories. Troy's no help. Keiko's a nightmare. And this episode in general is meh more stuff happens like data dances and the ambassador dies 
but no, wait, she ain't dead. It was a trick. Picard confronts the Romulan commander, and I shit you not, Tapel is actually a Romulan spy. I mean, okay, I'll add my own con- comment after. <laughs> after a tense standoff, the en- Enterprise bows out, middle fingers raised. Keiko, who doesn't deserve Miles and was so flighty and stupid, marries after all. Picard does it. It's whatever. <laughs> I can tell that you were super into this. I didn't even finish watching the episode. I That's was like, so I only liked it when I was little because I liked watching them dance. <laughs> like, I loved the dance scene. And I loved it. Yeah, I mean, this also Romulans and Vulcan, like, and they look the same. The yeah. Same. Okay, so you have some thoughts on the episode. Tell me about them. You know what? I liked the episode, given how much I don't like Data. Uh, well, I like him better when he has his emotion chip. Um, I liked it. It was it was fine. Uh, uh, there's I did not care about the side story about the ambassador. I guess they had to make it about something um, other than just Data. Uh, it was very odd that Keiko was like, can you tell Miles that I don't want to have the wedding anymore? I'm like, why don't you fucking do it? You don't even have to see him. You could just be like, Miles is over. Bye. That's the uh, communicator badge. Um, uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. It wasn't great. It was, it was fine. It was fine. It was a season four episode starring data. Like what yeah. else do you what else do you expect? Um, I mean, I didn't learn What's that anything. Clicking sound. Sorry, it's my fucking headset. Oh, it pops up all the time when I'm editing, and I'm always like, "Is she typing something?" But I'm like, "That's the first time I've actually heard it while we're recording." I'm like, "She's not typing. What is it? Is her mice no, in the yeah. machine?" <laughs> normally, normally it is me typing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is it's it's the actual headset. Like, it's being a bitch. Do you is want it, me to? I can switch it out for different headphones. I'll just have to stop. No, moving. don't worry about it. No, no. At least now I know what it is. Sorry. I can cut it and move it out. Like literally, it's it's clicking when i swallow i'm gonna get my other headphones it's annoying welcome back thanks look at this oh my god (laughs) fuck i just had these in my ears how are they so tangled anyway keep talking you sound great you don't even need them if you don't want to put them on okay perfect thanks you're welcome Levano ThinkPad microphone built-in microphone i don't yeah i don't think i have anything else really to say about this episode it was I'm glad I watched it because I it filled a little trek void that I've been feeling lately. Um, but it took me a lot of effort. I was yeah. like, just put it on now, put it on. You you don't even have to watch it. Sarah's doing all the work. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we have some fast facts, courtesy of Internet Movie Database. Love us. Database, 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 database. Yeah. Wide shots of Data and Dr. Crusher tap dancing featured a dancer double for Data only. Gates McFadden is an accomplished tap dancer and did all her own work. I was, yeah, when they did that sort of like pan from the top, I was like, are they doubles or not? But then like Brent Spiner was doing pretty good um, doing the like running one. Yeah. Um, the marriage of O'Brien to Keiko was a result of the desire by writers to portray a shipboard wedding on the series. Nerds. 
That that's it. That's the fast fact. Um, producers <laughs> wanted such a wedding to involved an established character, and even toyed with the idea of Picard becoming permanently married in the episode. Permanently married. <laughs> Ooh, like out of nowhere, we're led to believe there's been this engagement and courtship, and yeah, totally. It was instead decided for the marriage to include a more peripheral character, with O'Brien seen as filling such a role. Keiko was created for the episode and was originally developed as Wesley's replacement in the con position. This was the first appearance of several locations aboard the Enterprise D, including the Arboretum, the Barbershop, the Nursery, and the Replicating Center. Okay, that Replicating Center. There was so much that was just depressing about it. Not only were the things that they were shopping for just depressing looking items, but there was like, come on, this is like, yeah, dress up the place, put some art on the walls, people. This place is so sterile sometimes. Totally. I loved the Arboretum though. And the barbershop was great. The barbershop was super fun. Although there was no barbershop quartet. <sighs> Why would you not take that opportunity? <laughs> yeah. Producer. Or have like a little, like the windy thing outside the door in the hallway with the barber. When they yeah. It was like rotating black, white striping. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Love. Um, data stated that it is the 1,550th day since the Enterprise was commissioned. Let me guess, this is going to be fucking wrong, uh, which would be <laughs> at four years, three months. With this number, we can estimate that well over a year of time has gone by that we haven't witnessed on the show. I mean, fair enough. We do jump ahead sometimes. Yeah, maybe there was uh, two years worth of Pulaski and they decided to save us all. <sighs> I'll never forgive them for that. Never. <laughs> While officiating at a wedding ceremony, Captain Picard says, since the days of the first, since the days of the first wooden vessels, all shipmasters have had one happy privilege, that of uniting two people in the bonds of matrimony. This is false. (laughs) Whatever Starfleet's own fictional regulations may be, the captains of seagoing ships have no particular power to perform weddings. And at least for the US, the UK, and the former USSR, there's no evidence that they ever did. In fact, the... In the fact of the U.S. and the U.K. and various other countries specifically prohibit a commanding officer from performing marriage ceremonies. That's so specific. (laughs) I had no idea because that's such a thing. Like, it even happened on The Office. Well, that was, like, just a... That wasn't the Navy, though. That was just a lady of the mist or whatever. Made in the mist. Made of the mist? Whatever boat that is. Do you know that my parents went on a boat on the Canadian side um, at Niagara Falls and... um, that same day, luckily they didn't see it. A torso ro- was recovered from the oh, Amazing! I would love to be somewhere where a torso was recovered. I know you know one weirdo who instantly someone's going to point at me and be like, "She did it because she's giddy." And yeah, no she's, she's texting somebody because I'd be telling you, "Like, there's a torso and I can see it, and it's I, got a button yeah, shirt. I'd, it's purple." <laughs> I would have like ham hands. I wouldn't be able to like text you at all. I'd be so excited. Oh can my you? God. And OMG, they found a torso lol. Okay. Um, I finally have something to write into one of my true crime podcasts about my own experience. Yeah. I'm trying to get a selfie with it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, it's upside down, y'all. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Dead dead guy. I think it was um, a drug murder or something. And they also were finding like other body parts from other bodies, like in, in the area in the Ooh, U.S. side. Lobster yeah. dumping ground. I'm going to look it up again. Data like 
data states that Sherlock Holmes used deductive logic. This is a common mistake, but deductive reasoning arrives at a specific conclusion based on generalizations. Inductive reasoning takes events and makes generalizations. Holmes's methods, <laughs> Holmes's methods are most often more accurate, accurately described as a form of inductive reasoning. Data would have known this. Oh God. I'm sorry, I even wrote that for you to try Don't to spell out. This. I'm going to go to uh, IMDb and fucking down, I'm going to downvote it because that's <laughs> someone who knows too much or thinks they do. Oh, when Lieutenant data Commander... <laughs> so good. When Lieutenant Commander Data enters his quarters, he walks up to the replicator and orders feline supplement number 74 and a small, clear glass bowl materializes containing a portion of cat food. The quantity in the bowl greatly increases from the time it materializes to the time when Data sets it on the floor. Continuity! You know what's so funny, and I made myself laugh while watching that scene, Um, even though it looked like super ghetto when he was uh, getting the cat supplement... I don't know how they did it. <laughs> the, 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 the movie industry, it's magic. I don't get it. How did you do that back then? <laughs> I know. <laughs> All dark magic. Someone sold a soul somewhere for that. Yeah. Uh, during Data's dance lesson in the holodeck, a towel could be seen on the wooden bar on the left side of the room. It's clearly visible in the overhead shots, and Dr. Crusher uses it and puts it back on the bar. When she leaves for a sick bay, she takes it with her, but it immediately appears on the bar again. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost towel. <laughs> When Data is talking with Troy about marriage, an insect flies into the frame near Data's head as he says, because I will not grow old. Why are there That's flies awesome. in here? <laughs> yeah. oh, are we going to reshoot that? No. <laughs> um, would you rather dance with Data or learn from Dr. Crusher? <sighs> you know what? I would dance with Data because he would have like superhuman strength so he could do like lift me up and do all sorts of cool moves. But I would not want to look into his creepy smiley face while we were dancing. Um, I don't care about tap. So no. Fair. Uh, would you rather marry Chief O'Brien or be forced to take four hour long dance classes daily from data for one year of your life? How, how, hey Google, how tall is Calm Mimi? Calm Mimi is 1.80 meters tall. Hey Google, how many feet is 1.80 meters? 1.8 meters. Equal to 5 feet 10.866 inches. Dance with data. <laughs> <laughs> you wish he was a little bit taller. You wish he was a baller. You wish he had a baller. <laughs> um, that's it. That's great. That's all we got. Fast facts. Um, was this a. a I, I didn't do shit for this episode. I totally apologize, folks. I just was not. I didn't want to come worry about it. We're gearing up for a really exciting episode. So oh my God, it's so true. So see or skip. I say, I say, see it. Cause it's got some cute moments and you have a wedding and you don't get to see that. And you get to see a barbershop and you get to see Worf try to shop for a glass duck vase. Yeah. Yeah. No one anywhere would ever need for anything ever in the world. I don't know why that would exist. And plates. No. Like, where are you going to, the ship hits one little like rift and all those plates are going to go crashing. Anyway, like, why would you buy them a plant? Buy them a sex swing. I don't know. <laughs> so, I agree. A day off. <laughs> like, don't, yeah, don't invite Worf to your wedding. 
also is the takeaway from this episode. Also I, because like th- this is a world where there's no money and you have uh, machines that can give you whatever you want. So you have everything you ever wanted. Like you have no need to like yeah, when imagine there's no yeah, when, shopping. <laughs> to do. Yeah. Wouldn't, yeah, like wouldn't the practices change? There's my hair. Um, wouldn't the practices change as things evolved? Yeah. Like you wouldn't buy gifts anymore if you can always replicate whatever you want. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe there's some sort of tradition in it, but we're talking like hundreds of years in the future. The fact that they have marriage at all is weird. Yeah. Anyway, I say see it. It was inoffensive, uh, fine. Uh, it was just, it was just tight for me. Um, and. I wouldn't skip it because I don't know. Like, like I said, it's inoffensive. Just watch it. Don't like yeah. go out of your way to watch it, but don't not watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Totally. Um, I wanted to do a quick shout out too about something that I was tweeting about. Yeah. And I wanted to give a shout out here because I think it's a great cause and it's the first time I've ever done anything like this so and you had the great idea of calling it like be kind rewind or what did you say be kind with rewind be kind with rewind uh I am running a 10k I'm gonna gonna walk jog a 10k (laughs) on June 4th and I made my preferred charity the women's transition house uh which is a local society that has a 24-hour crisis line that you can call uh it's 250-385-6611 if you are in the Victoria area uh it's a shelter for safe supportive accommodation for up to 30 days uh there's child programs available as well counseling and support they do Christmas hampers homelessness prevention you can find them at twitter at Victoria WT and so all the money I raise through the links that I've put on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram will go to them and I'm hoping to raise $5,000 and uh, not die in the process of running or not break an ankle or nail or I don't know but yeah so if you feel like even giving five bucks hey if you're in the U.S. that's like for something just uh, find the links if you want any more information just message me so yeah, that's great. Um, I many, many, many years ago, I was going to do a run for breast cancer awareness. And I remember my folks like donated and all that kind of stuff. And then I like tweaked my back and I could not run. Yeah. So I hope that you take care of yourself while you prepare. And I will be there on the sidelines cheering you on uh, virtually, virtually. <laughs> virtually and in spirit. I can't commit to running though. We did do the 10 K together once. And that was, <laughs> that's where we um, broke, broke a toenail in half from that one. And also we, when we were like really like lagging at the end, we were like, do it for Dorn D I D. And then <laughs> we realized that that doesn't equal do it for Dorn. <laughs> just dipped. yeah didn't work um, <laughs> totally so we we are doing an episode next month and we're gonna spice it up we're bringing in bill and dan to join Ooh. us we're gonna write some synopsis for them to read and we're still kind of debating about the episode and i know that um they had some suggestions i had suggestions and i'd like to hear what you think Haley. i was thinking maybe doing first mate 
or Perfect Mate, sorry, with Famke Jensen. Yes. And yes. then they threw out the idea of either Fistful of Datas or a Frame of Mind. Oh, and man. I know you really like Frame of Mind. And think about you have to write the synopses, and we have these guys, so we can really mess up stuff for them. So, which one do you want to play around with? Or do you have another one in your mind that you haven't even thought of? No, um, I don't have one that I that I I don't have one off the top of my head. I like the idea of the perfect mate. Uh, uh, frame of mind is actually just such a good episode. It's like one of my faves. I don't want to. I don't want to destroy that with our synopses. Mm. Okay. Yeah. This full of data sounds like a lot of data. Just did a data episode. Yeah, sounds like a lot of data to me. I think perfect mate would be perfect. 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 Moy certainly. Yay. Oh, okay, well we're easing back into it. Yeah. We we kind of phoned I phoned it in a little bit this week guys. I apologize. I had fun still talking to you and it'll be really quick and easy to edit so we'll just be able to bust this out for next week and then um We'll record with the boys next time, and that'll be a laugh riot. It's gonna be fun. I didn't write anything in here for closing, so let's see. I'm gonna use an old one. Okay, that does it for another stupendous episode of Rewind on Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Remember, you can subscribe to this. You can subscribe to this phoned in podcast by searching for us on apple Podcasts, spotify google podcasts or download the app we have an app y'all oh my god there's an app for that uh it's not shopping cart 69 (laughs) if you're obsessed with uh what we're doing here on rewind and the tricky podcast network in general there's so many new shows on the network there's so many people doing such better stuff than what we're doing like they're all getting different celebrities on their show and they're like (laughs) talking smart and like making great points just being eloquent and wonderful and then we're here like just fucking fuck <laughs> just, every other episode it's me declaring i'm never drinking again <laughs> literally what the podcast has turned into I'm talking about cellulite and throwing up blue hawaii's like oh. it's embarrassing it's not cool it, it, it's not cool anymore it's just sad um anyway as a subscriber <laughs> you can get access to the unedited recordings of episodes as well as exclusive content and great subscriber rewards like the annual supporters pins from fan sites and our exclusive trick podcast Shush, right? you don't need to shake you don't need to shake it out taylor swift style right now but his ears are um, itchy he's got he's gonna get a shampoo he's got a little bit of an infection um that does it for this week and our discussion of data state tune in next time as we told you it's going to be a big big deal there's four of us so we're all going to be talking over each other um thanks to uh trek geeks thanks to bill and dan thanks to um five-year mission for some tunage we always appreciate that uh hit us up on twitter say hi um hit like or comment on subscribe i don't know that's it to infinity and beyond smash that like button (laughs) (laughs) smash it smash it
looking at 